We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, listen. Welcome to the Dotcast from Nine Dots. Nine Dots is the online learning community for wedding photographers. You can become a member and find out about our annual conference, the Nine Dots Gathering, at nine-dots.co. <laughs> Should I do the intro? <laughs> I was, is, what are we talking about again? You do the intro and Rahul can then take over and I'll nod. Uh, you know, we can't nod, you know, it's audio. <laughs> hey, 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 welcome back to the Nine Dots Dotcast. Uh, it's today's me, Adam Johnson, and also joined by Rahul Kona. Yo. And also he's back, he's back from the mountain. Woo-hoo! It's Andy Gaines. Hey world, how's it going? Are we good? Good. Uh, so... It's been a while since there's been three of us on the on the dotcast uh, yeah, for various reasons, and uh, so it, yeah, it's nice. It's nice to it's nice to have the family back together. How was the how was the uh, holiday, Andy? Awesome, mate. So good. Feel recharged. Turned, yeah, but also worn out because it turns out I'm 40 now and not 21, and so I'm a bit weak and old and fat. Yeah. But other than that, great. Great. Good to hear. <laughs> but um, yeah, and uh, so yeah, this week. I mean, while you were away. Me and uh, Rahul went to Elevate Conference in London. So uh, it was pretty good, eh, Rahul? Yeah, it was really good. Had a good time. Yeah. So learned some, learned some stuff? Yeah. It was nice to, like, obviously take a step back and just enjoy some talks and um, listen to the speakers. Like, it was good. Yeah. Any, any ma- For you, like, I'll tell you mine in a minute, but any, any, main, any major takeaways from the day? I think a lot of it was more like reinforcement for me. And like, I'm kind of doing some stuff all right, and some stuff I should be improving on. It's funny though, isn't it? Like you know, um, obviously two two of the speakers. Hold on, who spoke? Yeah, two of the speakers, like York Play Studios and Alan Law. We've heard them speak before. We know them really well. We banter with them all the time about some of the stuff they were talking about. But I still found that I, I took quite a bit from those talks, even though I kind of know what those guys think and know what they do. There's still stuff to take away. Like Alan, just to give him like his, an extra plug. Uh, just he did this kind of left field thing at the end of his talk, right? Which was just a last lecture style thing. Like if, if that's his last time on stage, what what did he want to tell everyone? And I thought it was really cool to to go a bit left field and a bit away from photography. Yeah. What, what, what was the thing he wanted to tell everybody? Wash was, your hands. It, it was almost like yeah, wash your hands. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's just like kind of like rules he lives his life by in a way. Oh, nice. And obviously how that feeds into the photo- because the person you are is the photographer you are, obviously. And how they cut the two kind of link up and join together. So I found it so interesting and and kind of refreshing as well because it wasn't it wasn't what you usually hear at these things. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was my favorite part of the whole yeah, yeah. conference was was that last twenty minutes of his talk. It was it was it was it was yeah it was refreshing to hear you know. Yeah, and he it got was, really passionate as well. Yeah, I got really passionate. He did, yeah. <laughs> Load of bugbears, but yeah. it was yeah, great yeah. to hear. Awesome. Yeah. No, it's good, yeah. and, and even York Place as well. You know, like we've, they've obviously we we've hung out with them over the years, and they've spoken at the the, the gathering uh, once. But even then, uh, I found myself uh, like learning new stuff from them during the talk. They're very mm-hmm. thoughtful people, those guys. You know, they put yeah. they put a lot into the like the thinking behind their talk and the, and their work. So it's yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's true what you're saying. Now. I think you know, there's there's so much information out there, and I think we're all kind of in a way we're we're all as photographers now through conferences and, and online and, and Facebook and all this, we're kind of exposed to all the knowledge, right? And all yeah. the info. And so like you say, you hear it once and you, and it goes in, but whether you, how, how, how deep it goes in is, is, 
it varies, right? So like, like you say, you hear stuff again that you already know, but it only requires you to hear it again, maybe from someone else or in a different context. And suddenly it like sparks something deeper that before it maybe just washed over you. Yeah. Yeah. You know as long as you go to these things with an open mind, that, right? That's, that's important as well. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I guess I, I guess the, the other point is like people maybe look at people like us who've been, I mean, I'm not saying we've been, been doing it for, forever, but we've been doing it a while, 10 years. It feels, it feels like it. Yeah. And then they might be like, well, why do you guys go to things like this? You, you know, you surely, you know, as much as you need to know, but I think our philosophy has always been that you never know as much as you need to know. Yeah, for sure. And also, I mean, there's that 100%. And also just the fact that, that there's the whole added value that these kind of events give, right? You know, like we talk about it with Nine Dots and, and it's the same for any of these kind of little communities. It's like the the kind of the community element and coming together and just hanging out with your peers and realizing you're not by yourself and that you're part of something bigger. It's super yeah. valuable, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I mean, we, it, we, I mean, I think we, the three of us all think that's the most valuable part of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. It was great to like see so many like familiar faces and hang out with everyone for a day and talk about photography and how is it going for them and stuff like that, you know, because no one else wants to hear me talk about that apart from other wedding photographers, right? <laughs> you know, so it's literally like, yeah, it was good. It was, it was great. Yeah, and even on Monday, well, on Monday we got because it was the day before Elevate, and we were like, well, people are going to be in the area. Then we got everyone to get, we got all the Nine Dots members who were going to Elevate together, or and a lot of people who weren't going to Elevate, but together just for a day of kind of informal learning and chats. And uh, Rahul did a live shoot there with a video light, so that's yeah, been a good, it's been a good time of learning. But Andy, you've been to a Boring Workshop in Poland as well. Yeah, that's right. It's like, but it's just what we were saying. Like, it's, you know, the more you can do these things, the better. You never get you know, bored. Like I've been to Boring a few times now. I spoke there and I've just been as a, as a, as a punter and yeah, it's great, you know, just for this, just for the same reasons we've said, like you can always learn stuff. Um, I, I, like, I remember we, you know, we always talk about the first nine dots gathering when we got like the Chrismans and two man and all those people to speak. And we couldn't believe that they were, those people were sat in the audience at all the other talks making notes, Yeah, you know, they, that just reinforced the idea that the, the people who are great in the industry and have got that longevity understand the value of constantly being able to learn. And realizing that they can constantly learn from people you wouldn't expect them to be able to learn from, right? And and it was amazing. It was the same at the boring workshop in Poland um, last week that, you know, same thing again. Both Lani and Erica Mann sat, sat there, watched through every talk, making notes, writing stuff down. It's like, you know, it's inspiring, super inspiring to see people who are at the top of the game open to learning, you know? And that's, again, that's like, like you said, it's where we go. You know, you can always, there's always a nugget to pick up. Um, like, so one of the speakers there was Jennifer Moer, who, um, spoke at Nine Dots Gathering. So I've kind of seen her present before and her presentation this time was really similar, but like you just said, you know, you always pick up something new or you notice something you didn't think or something, something resonates with you more the, the second time she, you see the talk, just because maybe you're in a different headspace or you're in a different mindset at that week than you were the, you know, two weeks before or whatever. So yeah, it was amazing. Really good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's amazing. I, I wish we could have all gone to that really. Next year, dude. Yeah, yeah, and obviously yeah. run by our run by our longtime friend, Magic Shubalovsky. Yeah, 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 and and then and also Mark Procure from uh, Wooden Banana. So, yeah, if you're listening, send us an invite, team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no, I mean, also, I mean, Rahul and I, I think you were going to try and come, but Rahul and I were definitely going to go to Bodaf, or how you say it, Boda F. I don't know what you say. You know, in Barcelona next month, which has obviously been a victim of the coronavirus, so that's not going to happen, but. Uh, I guess the yeah, the, I mean the point is, like even we've been, we've all been doing it a while, 
we still place a high value on kind of investing in yourself. I know it's a bit of a cliche, but still really it's it's actually more important to do that than buy than save up for the new canon eos r5 featured in episode 10 of the nine dots podcast <laughs> yes yeah, it is luck. yeah and you know what like i was excited i was really excited for that for bodraf for bodraf like just to sit back and listen to like lanny and erica uh Chrisman's, like their lineup was really good because even though we've had them at nine dots like i never feel like i can fully sit and chill out and and soak in what they're always saying because there's so many other things that we need to be thinking about at the same time yeah. so like to actually go there and switch off and and learn and learn from them you know oh man would have been amazing it's yeah super gutted that it's uh it's cancelled or postponed now yeah hopefully yeah. We, hopefully we can make it in uh they've not announced new dates yet have they but i think it's going to be like september october time or something oh is it yeah i think so I think that's what they were saying. Same with the photography show. You know, that was that was supposed to be next week. Or, yeah, next week, and I was going to go down to that as well. That's going to be now September. Uh, this is not an episode about the coronavirus, but it's impossible to not mention it at this, yeah. <laughs> at this difficult time. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the the uh, and I was uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, no, like more. Yeah, three, three four weeks ago, I went to Dock Day in Dublin as well to uh, learn some stuff over there. And that was that was really cool. That was kind of, I didn't know, what, I, 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 I kind of had no expectations of that one and that's run by really two really cool people kevin and annie who came to the nine dots gathering last year um and it's pure documentary and i'm not a pure documentary photographer but even then it's like you you don't have to be to go to these things like you can learn you can learn stuff from like like you were saying before like from anyone who does it in any way and then you implement that little bit into your work you don't have to go well well, i'm not a documentary photographer so i can't go to that yeah and and even and also i mean even on a the, the basic level of well if you watch a talk and it's like, that's not, you know, you can watch a talk and at the end of it, like, well, that's not how I want to run my business or what make my pictures. Like that's, yeah. that's, a, yeah. that's a valuable takeaway to, to, to reinforce what you're doing as much as it is to want to do that. You know? Yeah. I think that's what you said before a whole uh, pretty much about, about kind of the elevate experiences. You're not going to learn something from everyone, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's just about reinforcing, I guess, like stuff that you kind of know. And then I feel like, Oh, actually, yeah, good. I'm on a good path or, you know, like, Oh, that's good. I shoot details this way. Oh, that's good to know that I do this. Or maybe there's certain things that people do mention, you know, and would be stuff that I don't want to do. And like, you know, uh, so yeah, just like Andy just said, like that's also a valuable lesson. So then you can just like tailor your own wedding photos around how you want to show them. It was a bit, I was just going to say like, you know, I mean, this was a long time ago, but last year I went to a videography conference in Barcelona with Mick and even though like you know obviously i had no interest in in making wedding videos whatsoever but it was like great to actually learn from them guys and and watch um and listen to them talk and how they think as well and like picked up some really good stuff like like i really enjoyed you know a lot of those talks and they made me change some stuff of what i do like i guess of the way i uh take photos and also like even changed the way I make my slideshows because I saw some of the, their highlight films that they were doing. And I was like, man, I could, I think I could incorporate some of the stuff they do, but do it for me and do it for my wedding photos, you know? And yeah. Just, like something like videography. Yeah, for sure. It's like, it's a, it's a different business, but it's also, there's so many parallels, right? So you can learn stuff even if it's, yeah. Even if you're not making videos. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and creatives learn from creatives. I think that's, that's always going to be the way. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody, I had, I had taught some workshops last year, maybe last year. And what my, the workshop I did in Manchester, a DJ, I mean, he does a bit of photography, but he's, he's mainly a DJ and he came to the workshop because he thought he could learn some mindset style stuff, really, that he can take back into his creative business, which is DJing. 
Right. And I was like, oh, why that's would cool. you? Yeah, that's cool, right? It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I yeah. think I think one thing as well that that which is kind of leads on to from this is that at the heart of it, I think the majority or maybe all of kind of wedding or certainly the majority of wedding photographers that we know who are working. They're kind of at the heart of themselves. They're more entrepreneurs than they are photographers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or there is yeah, yeah, yeah. there is much entrepreneurs and as much a business owner as they are photographer. And so, like you say, those kind of skill that skill set and values and the things that make you successful an entrepreneur and running a small business and having these ideas that you can implement in your business, like yeah, that's not it's, that's way beyond how to use a camera and how yeah. to make good special pictures. And so, you, like you say, you can take those tips from. A whole array, you know, a whole array of different uh, like industries and, and people, but also then that that kind of leads on to the idea that which we always say at Nine Dots is you know the the most valuable things that you'll get out is that community and it's the conversations you'll have with people or suppliers or whatever like in the breaks you know yeah. so you, you know you're going to spark up conversations with people you've only just met who are from different areas or different regions and you work in a different way but those kind of like entrepreneurial conversations can lead to all sorts of awesome collaborations and ideas and improvements in your business and things like that so yeah yeah yes i totally totally agree <laughs> yeah i don't know where i was taking that but yeah i know and then it just ended all of a sudden like you're on an amazing monologue and you just ended with a yeah because I, I, I ran out i ran out of breath yeah i'm just i'm gasping now that was painfully obvious it was painful but yeah but i mean i'm t- just going back to um Dock Day, which was the one in Dublin, there was just a, a few like l- cool little points that I came home thinking, yeah, I'm going to try that. Or I'm going to do that in my business. Like there's a guy, it's called Shane O'Neill, cool photographer, and I was watching his, and he do- he has alongside his wedding. This was a bit of a theme of the day actually, but alongside his wedding photography, he has all these little personal projects that run through his life, and also that he does kind of tries to create a series of pictures from wedding to wedding. So it's not like a so he does work that spans several weddings or a season, as well as just the, like that wedding. Do you know what I mean? so that was and that was i always like hearing stuff like that because first of all it makes me feel like i'm not a real photographer because i i'm the guy that just goes to a wedding and comes home and and almost sees each wedding as just its its own standalone thing which is you know it's fine but sometimes i really like to be inspired to be more of a photographer you know in in life and i got that from him and also just a little thing which was he was talking about albums and stuff and how we sell we sell albums to be these really special things that are they're almost so special that nobody wants to touch them or show them to anyone, and then that, that almost defeats the object for, from a business perspective for us, because it's so, we've built it up to be such a special thing that they never bring it out because they don't want anyone to touch it ever. It lives in like a glass case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sealed. Yeah. So just a bit of a kind of his philosophy around like don't make it so special, don't make it so expensive. Give give people stuff that they're happy to take to work or take to the hairdressers or having their bag you know like and i thought that was that was and that was something i'd not really thought about before mm-hmm. because a lot of the focus around albums is that they are really special and they are heirlooms and, and, that, and that that kind of album ha- has its place but equally that i thought that the stuff that shane was talking about also has its place yeah, yeah. Especially, especially from a business perspective and then there was a guy there jay doherty who's really well known over in ireland he runs a thing called the learning to fly retreat as well and he'd i mean he's just a hilarious guy and it was incre- incredible listening to him talk, and he's just the, one of the most infectious characters you'll ever meet. And it, and on the face of it, almost it was almost more like a comedy sketch than a than a wedding photography talk. But there's just tiny things that he said. One of the things was what he, like he always has a second shooter associate person at every wedding with him. And the, one of the first things he teaches them is that when you're offered a cup of tea, you say yes. And it's strong, just such a strong t- advice. Yeah, it's such a tiny thing. And he was like, because you know, you've just come into somebody's house, and they say, do you want a cup of tea? And if you say no. 
it just makes everything a bit awkward. Yeah, it's just like yeah. it's, it's, neg- it's negative from the off, isn't it? And I was like, that's such a tiny, like, throwaway piece of advice that is potentially so huge in the whole rapport building, humanizing element of being a wedding photographer. So just, I hope they don't mind me giving away yes. these these nuggets from their talks. But yeah, that was too that was too tight, like tiny things really. But that that I took away from Doc Day. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, met a load of people. I met people I'd met before. Some of the people that had been to Nine Dots, um, some new people, and yeah, that, and I found that just as much fun and just as valuable as as sitting in the audience. Yeah, for sure. So, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, is make friends, <laughs> find find that tribe of people, and go and continue learning in the company of others. Yeah, and equally, don't stop learning because because you've started teaching. Because I think that's a theme of the industry. Just to have a little bit of a rant about it, but it's almost like you 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 get into photography, you get you get reasonably good at it, so then you start offering workshops, and as soon as you start offering workshops, you stop going to them. So mm. uh, don't don't be that guy. Yeah, for sure. But also, and also, I think that, that that line is a very grey line, isn't it? Because people, you know, people share advice and offer advice and and things all the time. You know, yeah. Like you, you, and so again, like that's what we were saying. You you can be, you can offer that advice, and you can. You can, you've got things to teach people, even if you've only been shooting for a week, you know, you've got life yeah. skills, you've got experiences, you know, that other people can learn from. So yeah, share, sh- share the love and don't feel like you can't share that love and don't feel like you can't offer that advice and be humble at whatever stage you're at to be able to take that advice and to learn. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I've told this story before on the, on the podcast, but I did Fairwell Eastie's workshop 2012, I think it was in Manchester. And he singled out a guy who'd come to the workshop who'd been a wedding photographer for a long time and singled him out and said, I want to be you. Like, I want to, I want to still be passionate about learning when I've been doing it for, I can't remember how this, long this guy had been doing it, I think, but it was like, it was a long time, 20 years. But let's say 800 years. Yeah, like, it's about 800 years. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Fair singled him out in just a really nice way to say, you know, fair play to you. Because everyone else that who was there was a bit like me, like two years in, three years in, obsessed with Fair, you know, like everyone is. Um and yeah, I mean, this guy had, had come despite having all that experience, all those years of experience, because for whatever reason, you know, he wants just wants to carry on learning or he wants to stay relevant in the industry. There's a lot of reasons to go to these things and to to keep investing in yourself and investing in the in the in the learning side of your business yeah. if you want to stay sure. up there. Yeah. And and the face to face thing, I think, is super important because it's very easy to sit at home and be a, to become like a bit of a, you know, a grumpy keyboard warrior. Yeah. When you don't know any of these people, so I, I just think having that personal face-to-face interaction. Ironically, at the time when coronavirus is, you know, <laughs> shutting down face-to-face interactions, but the, you know, the being able to just meet people for real, IRL, as the kids would say, and and hang out with them and see who they are and get to know them. You know, it's just super important. You know, and it stops you being that kind of angry old photographer if you've been doing it for a long time. So yeah. Yeah, nobody wants to be the ang- that angry old photographer guy. They do. No, they Especially don't. Especially when they've just turned 40. Exactly, mate. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I've got to be extra careful now. Yes, you have. Yeah. You've got to really look after yourself now. You're, <laughs> now you're, you've, you've crossed that hill. Crossed, yeah. Is it, does it have official designation? What, yeah. being over 40? Yeah. Like, well, like not, when, you're eight, like... when you're 80, you're an octogenarian, aren't you? So what? I don't know. What's a four, what would a 40 be? Qu- quadragenarian. Well, that's you. Yeah. If it didn't exist already, that's what we're going to call so, you. Yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole new genre. I'm going to start a whole new like genre of photography, mate. Yeah, you should. <laughs> where, the, where the money is. Uh, you know, there was a picture of you on Instagram with two pieces of rock in your hand. What happened there? Oh, dude, I nearly killed my friend. So oh. we, we were, cl- it was fine. No one died. 
no, it was, it, we were climbing and I managed, I think it's because I put on a few pounds. I kind of was quite high. I was about maybe 20 or 30 meters in the air, like up a cliff. And he was at the bottom holding the rope. And I pulled on a big lump of rock, which looked securely attached to said cliff face. But then I, I'm going to say it was because I was so strong as opposed to so heavy, but like just ripped this big boulder off and it narrowly avoided landing on his head. Um, and luckily no one died and I fell off and he held me on the rope and we were heroes to live to fight another day. Yeah, you oh, look wow. terrified. Picture that. <laughs> yeah, that was afterwards. Which when, because it was when I found how big it was. You know, it was so quick when it pulled off that you don't realize. And then obviously I went down and we found this like big rock that had smashed in two. And I was like, that really would have hurt if it had landed on your head. But luckily it just missed him. We went down and had cervezas and everyone was happy. Got cervezas, por favor. See. <laughs> the other thing is I don't speak any Spanish, but luckily the mate I was with speaks fluent Spanish. So yeah, I just smiled at him and he sorted it all out. So that was good. Also, I've got a question here it's sent in by one of our regular listeners. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mr. N. Obedi. Uh He uh, wants to know, how's the beekeeping going? Uh, well, Mr. A. N. Nobody, the beekeeping has taken a back seat because I've been on my holidays, but now I'm back. I'm ready to move on to the next phase of beekeeping. I've been researching beehives and I've looked at, buy, I'm, you know, the ne next step is to buy my hive. So I'm going to get my beehive soon. I was, I was torn between building said beehive or buying an off-the-shelf kind of variety. So I need to decide, you know, the, the lie of the land or the yeah, how much uh, how much does a beehive cost to buy? It depends. It depends, mate. So you can you can get. I've been looking on eBay. You can get like eBay ones for like you know less than a hundred quid, or you can spend like a few hundred quid on a super fancy one. I'm probably gonna go budget. So we'll see. Or maybe make my own if I really was feeling keen. Classic Andy Gaines. Yeah. Mm, you yeah. say make your own, but you'll really get your dad over to make it for you. That's the you hand him the nails. Basically, basically, yeah. I'd get my dad to come over. He'd do all the research. He'd buy everything, and I'd just make him cups of tea. Nice. While he was while he was out in my house working, but. yeah, nice, yeah. And Rahul, yes, so we, I mean, we've not mentioned. I don't think we've mentioned this on the podcast yet, but you're going to be running the London Marathon in a month and a bit, if it goes ahead. Yeah, yeah. And how's yeah. the how's the how's the training going? Yeah, all right, all right. I haven't done anything this week though, but um, I well, I've got a inflamed bursa on my knee, so I might just have to walk it. Um, if it comes push comes to shove, um. But I'm committed to do it this year, so no matter what happens, it'll either run, walk, or walk, run. You're gonna see. Crawl. Yeah, awesome, or could be crawling. Yeah, I got a wedding five days after it, so can't really be uh, injuring myself either, you know. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah well, any further than what it is already. So yeah, gonna go out for a run today, see how it is, and just yeah, just keep prodding along. Awesome. So is it is a bursa an actual thing in the body then? It's like a shock absorber for your knees. Apparently, oh, that's what right. the physio told me. So I'm gonna go with that. But yeah, my one's like inflamed and it's rubbing against my hamstring and fighting for space. And yeah. Uh, it's, at the, it's at the back of the knee, right? It's like sort of, yeah, well, back inside of the knee. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It feels like an air bubble, but it yeah, right. almost makes me want to stop um, running because like it starts hurting so much. So yeah, I'm just taking it easy. I'm just listening to what the physio says. He's the expert. So, you know, just going to, uh, yeah. Plow along. But if the if the if the marathon is not a victim of the coronavirus, you'll be there. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You you you'll be a victim of the marathon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but apparently, what I've heard is that they're actually a bit scared to uh, maybe cancel it because they just feel that loads of people just go and walk it and run it unofficially. 
and just right. do the route. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. Like, if they're going to do that, they may as well just do it. Crazy time, exactly. eh? Who's the, yeah. who's the, chari- who's the um, charity that you're raising money for for that? Alzheimer's Research UK. Yeah. And doing yeah. well. I, I had a look the other day. You wrote, it was something like four and a half grand. Yeah. Yeah. My, tar- my target was 10 grand. And let's put the link in the thing below, team. Yeah. We will. We will put the link in the link below if you want to donate to donate to Rahul. It's a bit. It's a cause that's very close to his family's heart, my family's heart, and probably a lot of families' hearts out there actually. Um, so yeah, no good luck with it, dude. And hopefully, the training. Hopefully, you can now that you've had that physio and all that, you can ramp up the training and the bursa can stop fighting for space with the hamstring or wherever, wherever we were. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah what, nice. that's what it is apparently. Let's see. Cool. Great awesome to chat dudes. to you both. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I'm going to go and uh, do some work. <laughs> yeah me too i've got a wedding to call and somehow edit some images for a slideshow on saturday so yeah got to go back on that grind i've got 10 days worth of holiday into kind of repent for so yeah yeah so. yeah go go forth and repent see you next week yeah. amen one two three listen you can listen to previous episodes of the dotcast anywhere people normally listen to podcasts and you can find out more about nine dots membership and the nine dots gathering at nine dots.co yeah.